What's up, Lemonheads? Welcome to another episode of From the Yellow Chair. I'm Crystal, and this week joining me in the studio is Sharon Mays. She is on the Lemon Seed team, and I'm excited to have her input as we talk a little bit uh, of a sip of lemonade today, a little shortened episode, just to come on here and be quick and fun and talk a little bit about reviews. Um, How can you as a contractor get more reviews with some non-traditional approaches? And also, um, how do we make the most of those reviews? And how do we have response techniques um, when someone lots us up on a review or when we get lots of um, positive reviews? Like, what are some cool ways that we can respond to those? So, you know what, guys? Let's sip some lemonade. All right, so Sharon, thank you so much for joining us today. It's a busy time. At the time of this recording, it's towards the end of the year, and we are working on getting all of our clients' new 2022 strategy proposals together for um, our marketing clients here at Lemon Seed Marketing. And so tell us just a little bit about who you are, kind of what you do here on the team. All right, I'm Sharon, and I am the lead account manager and trainer here at Lemon Seed Marketing. I started my marketing journey um, a while back with a – the local newspaper and with the local grocery company um there i did reputation management social media and digital media and that's where i got my foot uh dipped into the toes of <laughs> reviews and all that kind of fun stuff and here at lemon seed i actually uh helped the account managers uh with training and leading and i also manage a few of the accounts that we have here yeah so sharon does a great job working with our account managers here and just getting um, the strategies in place and providing resources. And But one good thing is I feel like Sharon has a lot of experience with reviews and um, managing multiple of them. The local grocer that she worked with had lots of opportunities for <laughs> times when, you know, little Sally that you were out of their butter and that they particularly oh, yeah. needed to make a recipe with. And so they light you up uh, with a bad review, but you manage lots of those. Um, and you also had to come up with the responses to those things um, and this particular grocery has a really good community relationship as well so there was lots of positives to uh, emphasize now um, mm-hmm. emphasize as well for them for the heating and air conditioning contractor side and the plumber side um, you've been working with us almost a year I think February will be a, a full year here with lemon seed what do you think are um, one of the biggest ways that our contractors are generating reviews I think um, the biggest ways our contractors are generating reviews are through their on social media platforms and their review generation software. Like a lot of them will use an automated text when a job is done or an email to say, hey, what did you think of our service? Can we leave a review? And I think that is a provides a great benefit to them so that they get those reviews in. And even um, some even do like cards with the technician's name and stuff like that where they scan a QR code, which have made the great big comeback here in the last year or so where they will automatically go to their Google account and also be able to leave a review. Perfect. And you know, something I learned too is like when they are integrated with that CRM, when they're Mm-hmm. Um, when they're using that platform that's integrated with their their service Titan, their service fusion, their field edges, all those good CRMs that are out there, and there's lots of them, um, it, it does seem to make it easier because we do have a few clients that still have to manually send out those reviews. And exponentially, and if you disagree with me, let me know, but exponentially we see so much better performance and, and actual review capture 
when they have the automation turned on with that CRM. So as soon as a, a, uh, a call is completed inside of Service Titan, for instance, I work a lot of times in Service Titan. Um, as soon as that job is completed, they, they receive the link, you know, to leave a review and it sends them to Google or it sends them to Facebook or it sends them to whichever, wherever you want to send them. Like Yelp is not huge in this particular market, but in other markets, it's a big, it's a big review platform. You know, I've just really seen that be beneficial. Another good one um, that I've seen is PulseM. And so PulseM, we have some uh, several clients that work with, with PulseM. And the good news about them is they send out that text, right, that's got the green, yellow, or red face. And it was like, how is your experience with such and such company today? And if they send, if they push red, it notifies the office team like, hey, this client was not happy with their service today. And it allows you the opportunity, right, to head it off, I guess, before just sending them directly to Google to leave you a one-star review that you can't figure out what happened. Um, or it, it puts yellow, like they were like, bleh. Well, who wants to have a meh, right, um, experience with a company? Like, we should be out there, like, striving to win those customers, yeah. right? And so I know that, that that CRM integration is one big, huge key to to having the consistent flow of new reviews come in. Um, and then when they have to send them manually, mm-hmm. um, I think a lot of times what happens is they gets, it gets lost in the shuffle, Right. So you've got a CSR or a dispatcher or someone inside of your office team that's having to manually push out these review requests and it gets pushed by the wayside. You know, they get busy, they forget. And then who did they send one to? Who did they not send one to? And it becomes problematic. And so just getting reviews. Right, Sharon. So by getting reviews, what does it do to our Google My Business location and stuff like that? Oh, yeah. So like getting reviews builds your um, with Google, it builds your authority yeah authority yeah, yeah. <laughs> it builds your, yeah the the most important thing with google is you want that authority and so the more reviews you get the better reviews you get the better google is gonna push you up without you even having to purchase ads it just puts you at the top of their list just organically you're showing yeah. some growth and then if you can really coach your team that's requesting the review so uh, miss smith thank you so much for letting me serve you mm-hmm. here is you know as soon as i leave here you're going to get a text asking for a review i would love for you to mention my name or any services that i provided um I, last time i was walking talking with some digital vendors that really um if they will put in their review actual search terms like thank you for repairing my ac mm-hmm. in dieball texas you know that really helps boost natural organic you know, SEO in those markets. And so it's kind of a game, right? Mm -hmm. Reviews are just like a game. But if I had to choose one thing for people to focus on, it would be try to figuring out the automation side. Figure Mm -hmm. out the automation side so that you can naturally see growth um, on your organic side um, and just be more relevant and more, um, honestly, it's more um, bragging things to talk about. And just also, it really starts letting you see what differentiates you in the market. Right. So that leads me to to my second thought here. Um, The second thing is in a way to generate more reviews is to specifically ask for them. Mm -hmm. And I mentioned that just a second ago, but specifically asking for them. So you need to be setting your clients up for success. Right. So your CSR takes the call and she might even go ahead and say she or he might say, "Okay, Miss Williams, as soon as we're done at your call, you're going to get a text message. Mm -hmm. We'd love to have a review. Let us know how we did our um, our leadership team is always looking to make sure that we're exceeding mm-hmm. expectations, not just meeting them. And how can, um, if you need help, you know, leaving that review, how can we help? And that just sets the table 
for now you've got the technician, the installer, the plumber, whoever's mm-hmm. going in the home following that intake call can now specifically say, oh, don't forget, you're going to get this review. Do you have any questions about how to leave the review or, or anything like that? And don't you think that just helps drive, um, a lot of times, it just helps drive engagement um, with mm-hmm. the company and engagement with the Google My Business location. Right, exactly. Uh Having it start with the CSR down to the technician, the installer, it encourages even the the sales tech. If you have sales techs, they encourage it. So it just helps with getting those reviews, getting that naturally organic and getting that reputation up there. Yeah. So, you know, we have to set goals, right? So the first thing that we told you is try to automate, right? Mm -hmm. The second thing that we're telling you is just start asking for them in general. Um, one of the other strategies that I know my brother's company, McWilliams and Son, uses is, you know, we do a call behind strategy. So if um, the technician completed and we show that the homeowner did not click to go leave a review, now we have a CSR that's calling behind that and saying, as part of the happy call, right, it's just saying, Miss Williams, I see that we were out there. We hope that, you know, Jimmy did a good job for you. Did you get the link? No, honey, I didn't get the link. You know, I, I don't know what happened. She's able to log into Service Titan, resend that link. Um, it's a little bit.ly link that we've created that's a shorted, mm-hmm. li- shortened link um, to send to them. We're able to click and immediately leave a review. Um, of course, we always want to push Google reviews, but Facebook reviews are also a great way um, to get a little organic mm-hmm. traction around your name. Um, encouraging people to share photos of your review, photos of their install, photos of their repair, whatever it is. If there's something about the service call that impresses them, we need to be encouraging them to mention that in their review and and share some pictures, right? Mm-hmm. And so let's get down to what a lot of people struggle with, responses. Okay, so we've told you a little bit like, hey, here's some fun things like, you know, automate that review request, ask for the review, and then tell the person how to leave the review. Like what, ask, tell them like, this would be great mm-hmm. if we could see these things. But now, so we're requesting the reviews. We've talked about those fun things. Now, I just want to jump in real quick and talk about how in the heck do we respond? Let's start with the bad because that's what everybody hates. You know, so first of all, let's start with the fact that a lot of times the customer is wrong. Okay. A lot of times, not all the time. A a lot of times the customer maybe has unrealistic expectations of what should have, should, could have done, whatever. Right. What, you know, the the consumer can't always be right, but we can't tell them how wrong they are, truly. Um, not without a fight. So, you know, what is some advice you have on someone leaving a terrible review? Let's let's start with the fact that maybe, this, you know, a lot of us deal with the overpriced, extremely overpriced company. Okay, so my first thought with that, because I dot managed 300 Google pages, so you get tons of overpriced in the industry I was in. So my rule of thumb would be to acknowledge every review. So even if they're like, oh my gosh, you're so expensive. They nickel and dimed me for everything. I would still say, hey, Ms. Williams, I am so sorry about your experience with that. With McWilliams and Son, when you had your heater installed. But we have someone, we're going to contact you. So at least acknowledge them and then work behind the scenes to contact them and to make it right with them, whatever yeah. their issue is. Yeah, and so that's a good point. So the first thing we're going to do is acknowledge their complaint. So we are so sorry you felt that we were priced too high. 
We are so sorry that our technician was late. We are so sorry that mm-hmm. you feel like our technician was rude. Whatever the thing is, start by acknowledging the problem. Um, and a lot of times I have contractors that just fly off the handle real quick. Like, let me tell you, you didn't answer the phone and you called us third and you called us in the middle of the night. That's what our natural instinct is. But when we respond that way as contractors to those negative reviews, what happens is we start trying to establish some type of authority. Well, when we're fighting keyboard ninjas, they normally will beat us with experience because they spend their (laughs) life leaving bad reviews a lot of times. But what we want to do is come in, acknowledge what their negativity was around Mm because that's probably the root of the problem. And then they probably have added on layers of disappointment, you know. Um, So acknowledging it is a good answer. And also the second thing that I thought was a good thing that you said was letting them know that we are working on it in some form or fashion. Because what is the biggest thing that I say about reviews? Get them offline. The negative Mm -hmm. reviews, get the conversation offline. Do not continue to banter back and forth on somebody's social media channel Mm-hmm. with or google back and forth response from owner response from guest response from owner and get in a in a keyboard fight yeah. get it offline show that you made progression and let them know we're sorry about your experience someone from our team will be reaching out mm-hmm. to you quickly to see if we can get this resolved we all may know sitting behind the phone that resolving is probably going to be us firing a customer sometimes but it also could be a legitimate way to fix the problem when we acknowledge the problem, what we do is we validate the person as a, as a consumer. Mm-hmm. Um, and so are you, th- if you're like me, you're thankful for every caller that calls your office, right? right? Especially in the shoulder season, you're thankful for any opportunity for a lead. So when your team goes out there and blows it, right, does some kind of, my word is jagaloon style thing, <laughs> um, and you're just like want to kick them, you know? Um, I mean, not in real life, but, you know, imaginary <laughs> like karate chop them. It's hard to then go, I'm sorry, Mr. Customer, for your experience, right? Right. Especially when your team did something and also when your team did nothing wrong. Um, And so when you're addressing those, again, address the issue and let them know that you're, let them know that you're going to reach out to them in a way other than social, other than the platform, right? Right. Because it's just not a valid way to communicate. It's just not Mm -hmm. a valid way. It shows the world, number one, some of you are tempered. Some of you have a bad, hot little temper, and so you will rattle off and you will cuss, rant, and rave because you're passionate about their business. Listen, we get it, right? You're passionate about your team. You're not going to let anybody talk about your team, and I get that. But at the end of the day, you still have to be held accountable for your actions there and professionalism and showing that you are solution-driven is what's going to be most important, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, Sharon, so what about when we get a complaint that, your technicians were in my house digging through things and I have video footage or, you know, crazy things like your guy ran over my, um, your technician ran over my dog. Um, your technician hit my mailbox. Your technician, you know, um, went to the bathroom in my, you know, whatever. Um, what do we do when they're specifically calling out something specific? And your answer may be the same as earlier, but what do you think? It would be because, like, you just need to acknowledge, like, I am so sorry this happened. Let us investigate this situation, and we will find a solution. Like, we will work with you. We are going to call you to take care of this. Yes. Like, you just have to be empathetic, acknowledge that it happened, or even if it didn't happen. Potentially, yes. Just, you know, you just have to sometimes, like, fake it. 
even if you know, okay, that technician has been here 20 years. He's never done anything like that. Yeah. This person's a jackaloon. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Word of the day. <laughs> and you just be empathetic and take it offline. But then it also shows the next customer who's looking at your Google reviews that you take these things seriously. And they'll be willing to give you a chance even though this person left a negative review. Correct. Because sometimes you can't get people to go back and change those reviews. Right. But, you know, if someone were to say, hey, um, this company, you know, uh, was trash. They left their trash everywhere. Again, immediately, Miss Williams, we sincerely apologize mm -hmm. that this was your experience. We're going to investigate this situation and we will update you on the solution. Um, and also someone from our uh, customer support team will be giving you a call to verify, you know, all of your complaint or something along those lines. Again, the idea here is to acknowledge and get it offline, friends. Get it mm -hmm. offline. Because do you want to be battling whether or not, you know, Troy, the technician, dug through somebody's drawer in their bedroom? No, because what if he did it? You need to mm -hmm. get it offline. And then you really need to do some due diligence of, truly investigating some of those things because you know we get a lot of times no not all of you but a lot of times you may think that technician would never do that this plumber has been doing this for 20 years he would never do that well what if he did have a moment of weakness and she had a drawer open and there was cash in it and he was short this month and he reached in there and grabbed hundred dollars didn't know that they had video cameras i mean things happen right mm -hmm. never say never so before you just blast out, this plumber would never do this, right. you need to do some due diligence and you need to be prepared to deal with what the response to the internal team is going to be. I mean, mm -hmm. what are you going to do with Troy if he stole the $20 off the dresser, you know? Um, and so a lot of times when we are when we're talking about reviews, people want to jump to the negative ones because those mm -hmm. are the ones that are scary. Those are the ones that are... You feel like they're earth shattering. And I've seen companies get taken down. Like people jump on the bus. Okay. Because I have bad news for you. People don't want you to be successful. The majority of the world is looking for your failures, not for your successes. And so we have to be prepared to go into defense mode that is still a professional mode. Um, mm -hmm. And then we need to be working constantly every single day to build raving fans. We need other people other than ourselves to jump in in a PR crisis and be raving fans for our companies. Um, and so make sure you're doing a good job um, in your community so that when someone says, oh, so-and-so company is so overpriced, they might come on there and say, hey, I know they're a little more expensive, but you get what you pay for. Instead of everybody jumping on here like they overcharge me and they charge me, you try to build these raving fans. And then make sure that you are one of the people responding to that mm -hmm. review. And I know we beat that to death um, in this short little episode here. But, you know, respond, respond, respond. Engage in those reviews enough to get the conversation going to move it offline. Designate someone on your team. If it's not you, if you know you don't have the personality to deal with these people, then designate someone on your team. Identify who that is and let them deal with it. Mm -hmm. um, and then as far as wordsmithing, as I call it, or <laughs> crafting these great responses, we are actually going to provide you with a couple of responses that'll be a download from us. And I'll talk about that in a minute. But Sharon, right, you can pretty much have, what, five to eight different responses. And you can change mm -hmm. them a little bit, especially on the positive things. So have when people just leave you a five-star review, you still need to respond. Right. Respond to every review. And it's always good that you have some, like, templates set up. Ready. To Ready, like for the CSR or for yourself, whoever's responding, that they can copy and paste that in there. 
adjust the important information to be applicable to that client and to post to respond to every review. And it's always good to at least do it within 24 to 48 hours. Oh, and a little touch of personalization. Mm -hmm. So you copy and paste that template in there and you say, thanks, Donna. Mm -hmm. We appreciate the review. We love five stars. Hugs to you. Whatever. And right. you know, it's kind of all in your brand voice, right? So exactly. if you have a mascot, maybe the mascot answers some of your reviews, right? Maybe, you know, Sage says thank you, right? Or or whomever it is that's a part of your mascot team. But you can be creative with the reviews and be um, brag about your reviews. Mm -hmm. Repost them on social media channels. Um, use them on your website as they scroll through. There's lots of cool things to do with reviews. And um, just making sure that you are responsive guys respond 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 mm -hmm. the good the bad and the ugly you've got to get in the mix and respond nine times out of ten their bark is way worse than their bite mm -hmm. um and you can designate like i said somebody on your team to handle that so okay so we talked a little bit about getting reviews you know we talked a little bit about responding to reviews the last thing i want to talk about is some unique ways that we can you know how do we get the word out to people to leave reviews that maybe didn't leave them a long time ago so I kind of thought about this. I thought, you know, like we've started implementing a QR code. Mm -hmm. I saw a great meme the other day and it said, if anything needs props for making a comeback, it's the QR code. Yes. Right? Because it launched several years ago and people were like, oh my God, this is so cool. This is so awesome. And then they kind of died out. People were like, oh, QR codes, old school. Mm -hmm. Well, now like they are like the comeback kit of 2021. Oh yeah. Right? So you get these QR codes and... QR codes are easy to generate, mm -hmm. right? There's free QR code generators. Y'all, I'm not even super tech savvy, but easy to generate. We'll put a link in the show notes of the free QR code generator. Um, Cheyenne will make sure that that's in the show notes for you. But what you want to do there is put that QR code on some direct mail pieces maybe. Like, um, have you enjoyed, like, especially if you're doing a direct mail campaign to your in-house customers, um, and you're sending them like, let's say a Christmas card, right? Mm -hmm. And you're sending them like, hey, thank you so much. Um, if you really enjoyed working with us, we'd love to have a review. Maybe don't make it the whole side of your um, card. Um, just a little <laughs> side note there at the bottom. Um, those of you that are doing emails that are consistent That's every month, fun. why not request the review in there? Right? Mm -hmm. It's fairly easy to add the QR code to the graphics, right? Um, I would I would actually just leave a direct link to Facebook or Google. Oh, Wherever correct. you're wanting because... Typically Nobody's scanning their phone. See, that's why yeah. I'm not, that's why I'm not tech savvy. Somebody <laughs> somebody on this is listening to this right now and laughing like she's a moron. No. So yeah. So you're right. So but QR codes on anything printable mm -hmm. and then links in anything digital, right? right? So we'd love to hear from you putting that in your um, on your social media channels. Now be prepared that that's also encouraging anyone to leave a review. So you got to be ready. Um, but also in your emails, just putting that link like. Hey, here's what's going on with XYZ Company this quarter. We are running a great promotion. Also, have you had great work from us in the past and haven't left us a review? Please consider leaving us a Google or Facebook review or a Yelp review, whatever you're trying to drive right then. Um, another interesting thing that I think is a unique response is really running contests with your team. So make a little contest with your team that says, hey, how many reviews? The first time, you know, the first... Uh, what the first employee that gets 25 reviews gets a $300 visa gift card. Um, and those reviews have to mention their name. If you want to see some motivation to get reviews, put a little money in the mix, right? Put a little game out there, even though they already get spiffed. If you're already spiffing on reviews, that's great. But just as a little way to kick it up a notch, you know, a friendly competition. And if you don't want to be a competition 
for amongst them, make it a competition with themselves. So as soon as you reach 25 mm-hmm. reviews that mention your name, five star. So don't let them like go out there and get some two star reviews that mention <laughs> their name. But um, if you're able to get some five star reviews um, that mention their name, um, they get AirPods or they get, you know, their gym membership paid for the year. I don't know. Be creative. But that alone will kind of cause a little like giddy up in their step on getting those reviews. Oh, definitely. Because I know a lot of people, a lot of people planning for 2022, that's part of their goal is to have more Google reviews or more Facebook reviews and more interaction with that. So having an internal contest with your team, um, with your techs or your installers would be perfect. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm just saying, guys, like a lot of times we have um, so many things that are going on that we always don't, we always forget, like our, our technicians have a lot. They're focusing Mm -hmm. on a lot. They're doing a lot all the time. And this is an easy way to just give them, this is a good way to give them just a little extra boost. You know, I probably wouldn't run it in the summertime because you have the most opportunity there anyway, um, or at least if you're in the South um, and if you're an HVAC tech. <laughs> um, but for those of you that have a maybe a little more consistent um, flow all year long, just every once in a while say, hey, just for this month, we're just incentivizing you even more to get reviews. And it's just a fun way to kind of push it out there. So um, anything else, Sharon, that you think about reviews? Just in one sentence, tell me one more time. Like, what do you think, how important are reviews truly? I think they're important for your business because they help give you a reputation. They help boost your authority and your SEO presence. And they they give your business value to the consumer. Yep, that's perfect. That's perfect. Well, like I mentioned before, we want to give you a little juice, you know, for joining us uh, for this SIP episode about reviews. And so if you head over to the yellowchairpodcast.com, you can download our guide to a list of review responses that sweet little Sharon over here is going to craft for you. Just some great responses that you can share with your CSRs or your dispatchers or even for yourself, those of you that are responsive, um, that will be able for you to copy and paste them and kind of make your own. Um, and so it's really exciting. Um, this is such a helpful resource to get the ball rolling on responding to your reviews. And it just kind of gives you a jump board, like a jumping, a starting point, I should say. So take this and use this as um, something to help you get over that challenge um, and keep creating new responses. And as you create new ones, add them to the list, right? So that you're right. constantly like when you're on, when you're brain dead from, you know, doing all kinds of work all day long and you're like, oh gosh, I got to go answer these reviews. You can look on that sheet and there's some quick guides there and some quick answers um, that are just added to your database of responses. So, you know what, Sharon, thank you so much. I know it was busy. I know we had to pull each other away from working on stuff to come in and record this quick little episode here on From the Yellow Chair. So guys, thank you for listening to this quick little conversational talk about reviews. It was meant to be just fun and conversational and um, we hope you enjoyed it. And so again, guys, thank you for sipping some lemonade with us and we will see you next time.